Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. I'm here once again with Aaron Lloyd and Joe Rottermill. Uh, tonight might be a little bit of a bumpy ride after we attended Raw in Philadelphia last night. Got hit with a roadblock. We did. We, did. we got hit with a roadblock. What, a week too late. Uh, first things first, as we discussed on the show last week, I met the boss, Sasha Banks, on Saturday. And there is photo evidence <laughs> that my face did not turn purple. My face was not even red. Will you, will you give me that, that I had a regular colored face? Not when you got to your car. When I got to the car, no. Okay, so that actually brings me to my other point. No red face, but there was some questionable photo evidence that I, I might be able to spin. Just saying. I there mean, was a hue. Like a there was a hue? Okay. So that signing, the first thing I will say, as I mentioned to you guys last night, was a lot of thirsty 25 to 35-year-old men. I think every guy there thought they were going to leave there with Sasha Banks' phone number. They were going to leave with her as their girlfriend. And I was proud of myself because, contrary to popular belief, I do not have some huge crush on Sasha Banks. I'm not in love with her. I just huh? think, she's, I think she's a great worker. I go along with it because it's a good gimmick for the show. Makes everybody laugh. And then I do get red when we discuss it. But I was happy that I went there. I was like, I feel like I'm the only guy that's Plus just Plus the life-size cut out you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm the one guy here who's just here as a fan. Like, I, I, like, I enjoy her work. You still smell like her, Ron. <laughs> And she smells like whatever your favorite thing is. Still Kit Kats. But when I left, I felt like I was just like every other guy there. I think I fell in love at on that day. So, yes, when I got to the car, I did have a, a much more red face than well, in the picture. You were also probably the only guy there that obsessively traced her background and knew she was a huge Eddie Guerrero fan. <laughs> she, and she, used that to your advantage. So. In fairness, she talks about that all the time. <laughs> she does. She does, really. But enough about that. If you want to see the picture, it's on Facebook. It's on my Twitter uh, I've spelled it out for you guys last week at R O N P A S C E R I, and the Instagram page. As the well. Instagram page, yes, Matt dot Madness <coughs> underscore podcast. Yep. Correct. Okay, so you can see it there as well. Um, so we said we we attended Raw last no, night. No, 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 no. You got it wrong. We attended the Kevin Owens show. Last night. <laughs> Which is what it was. <laughs> yes, it was. If we're going to get the positive out of the way, which there wasn't much of that, it was the Kevin Owens show. On the on the road to KO Mania. There was a lot of Kevin Owens on the microphone, a lot of Kevin Owens and Stephanie backstage. Uh, so It was so good. An unbelievable <laughs> so Kevin good. Owens and AJ Styles match. <laughs> surpassed the match they had on SmackDown oh, last match. week. We got Kevin Owens making his own triple threat match for the number one contendership for his title. Which he spun in his favor. <laughs> Which he did. Oh, good. At KO Mania. KO Mania. I loved him kissing up to Stephanie every chance he got. Tell Hunter I said hi. <laughs> Your husband thinks very highly of me. Those types of things. It was a great night for Kevin Owens. Highlight of the night for you as far as Kevin Owens was concerned. The match with AJ Styles was phenomenal, no pun intended. <laughs> also, but the backstage with Stephanie just sucking up and then being, being so... Being so slick, throwing three random guys, he know he has no ch no <laughs> no chance of even beating him in a triple threat match was so good. Yes, how about you? As far as Kevin Owens, your Kevin Owens highlight from the Kevin Owens show last night. Oh, and he was just you know when he came out and picked these random wrestlers, and he spun it in a way when he was introducing them. That Where he was basically he was introducing the saying, guys he thought. Were yeah, the, the, the three he <laughs> thought, but it wasn't. It wasn't quite that. Yes, Kevin that was Owens, clever. Kevin Owens does everybody's job better than them. Yes, he does. He's better at commentary. He's better at ring announcing and little again. He's awesome. He's the best. At he's everything. a better worker than almost everybody. <laughs> yeah. He's better at comedy than everybody. He's better being serious than everybody. Kevin Owens was the highlight. To me, highlight of the show. Yeah. Yes. Plus the match with AJ. which The match with AJ again. was incredible. They've had two in the last two shows. Once again, interfered on by Y2J. Yes. that I mean, that wasn't too bad either. They interfered in each other's matches. They kind of built that feud Yeah, going but I mean, the way, they, the way they sort of did that too, it seemed like AJ got over just because he heard his music, and Y2J pretty much still won the match even though AJ came down. Yeah. They couldn't have made Fandango look any worse <laughs> than they did last night. I don't know why that poor guy even had to do that. <sighs> Such as Fandango. I guess because that's a guy you don't see on TV, so why would it matter if he lost or not? Uh, also, though, there, like we said, there are not a lot of good. Y2J and AJ gets built up a little more. I'm assuming now we know for a fact they're going to get a one-on-one -on -one match. We thought they might get involved in Intercontinental. Schmaz, if that's what you want to call it. 
they're not, I think it's going to be a one-on-one match. Well, yeah, it can now. There's so many people involved in that match. Yeah. In can, we talk, can we talk kinda... about... Uh, can, I'm angry. Okay. okay. All right. So, Kevin Owens, <laughs> great what he did. But the guys that he he got... Like, I... I I, I expect Stardust to be in this match because he's always in the WrestleMania match. Right. Sin Cara was just replacing Neville because they need some guy to fly around. But Zack Ryder, when was the last time we saw him on Raw? You it's, don't. He's a hype bro on NXT. It, yeah. yeah, he's a hype woo, bro on NXT. Woo, woo. <laughs> so, so now he's, he hasn't been on Raw since, what, maybe June, July? And now he's going to be at WrestleMania? I, if you want to throw him in this match, you could have built him up in a few weeks. But... You gonna throw him in the WrestleMania match for the Intercontinental Title now with no build and no excitement towards him? I think they just needed another warm body. I mean, you still got the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and you're just running out of warm bodies. Tyler Breeze, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the the seven man ladder match for the Intercontinental Title? Kind of unnecessary to have some of those other guys in there. I I would just love to see Dolph Ziggler, you know, um, Sami Zayn, those three, you know. But it's kind of weird just throwing these other guys in there. Like like you said, no real build-up to it. Um, it was kind of like clever the way Kevin Owens introduced these guys, but why throw them in a WrestleMania match like of this magnitude? Yeah, but last yeah. year it was seven guys, too, in, in the latter match. But like I said... But there Sin- were weeks of... Yeah, it was weeks, it was weeks of build, but the thing is Neville got hurt. So Sin Cara was taking Neville's spot just so he could fly around the match. That's Zack Ryder thing. I don't, I, I don't know what the hell that's about. Well, you said you're angry. I mean, this is one of the things I'm angry about. As great of a night as there was for Kevin Owens last night, this is one of the reasons why I'm not wearing the blue hoodie this week. I'm wearing the Seth Rollins hoodie because I missed him more last night than I missed him in a while. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, why are they not getting a one-on-one match, but Ryback and Kalisto are for I don't the US about, I don't want to talk about Ryberg. Move on. I don't really either, but this actually leads to one of our questions. Ryberg wasn't even on Raw. He wasn't, I know, but they're. I'm glad a, of that. I mean, that, that would have just match. like just that. That would have made it worse for me. I would probably throw up. A question about this. This is why I'm touching on this now. Uh, a gentleman who goes by the name of the No Gimmicks Needed Ronald Lloyd. <laughs> Another version of Ronald Lloyd pops. He up. wants us to know that Vince is an idiot. <laughs> he also says, "I'm bored. I'm bored with everything." When was the last time we were this bored? So I guess that's the question we'll ask. He says, "For him, it was a tie between when Batista won the Rumble." And when the Miz was in the main event championship match at WrestleMania, um, he also says switch Kalisto and Ryback with Owens and Zayn. Let Ryback and Kalisto be a part of the spot fest that will be that seven man match. I agree with that. I think those two guys should get their own match. One Ziggler last week we oh. talked about maybe they're oh, letting him. Be, uh, let's answer the question first. When was the last time you were this bored? 2010 to 2011. Before the, the CM Punk pipe bomb, it was horrible. They they started with, this is when all the gimmick pay per view started. They had um, Fatal Four Way, which is horrible. Mm. They, that's when the Hell in a Cell started and TLC. It, it just wasn't good. Nothing interesting was happening. All, all, all the new guys they're trying to build, they were real. They were real dry. I mean, I believe Damian Sandow made his debut in 2011. He was one of the guys I looked out for. But in 2010, 2011, it was real dry. You had R-Truth challenging for the world title. I know you. I know you're a big <laughs> You had him challenging uh, for the world title. As much as I love him, I don't, I don't see it. He doesn't belong in the world title. Yeah, I, had, will, I will grant that. <laughs> you had the Miz, the Miz as the world champion. Miz was great back then as a heel, but as the world champion, you look back on what he is now, it's like, come on. I wish it wasn't a good time. You had the Nexus broke up, then they had the core, which is terrible. Yeah. Santino and Carlos over tag team champion. Tag team division <laughs> was, was horrible. Dirt. Cody Rhodes was the only guy I was interested in watching. Is that when he was wearing the face mask? Yes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes will put everything to any gimmick. That yeah. whole face mask gimmick was he he put his heart into it just like he does any just like he does the Stardust thing. Yeah. They just don't allow him to flourish. He yeah. he puts everything into it and they hold him back. Last time you were this bored. Are you bored right now? I guess. I well, every have. time Ryback cuts a promo, I'm bored as hell. <laughs> So that's so the last time you were that bored was when he cut his promo last week. Yeah, every promo. I mean, <laughs> this promo that he cut last week and the promo before that he's talking about where he gets to feed me more. Just stop talking, dude. Stop. Uh, he's a movie critic, too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> talking about the spotlight. But I don't think he knew what the movie was actually about. He tried to cut a promo with Kalisto selling himself, and I, I don't know what his point was. He went three different directions. He sells, he sells himself. He said Then he says, I respect you, but you're just a little guy. It's, yeah. it's all over the place. Last time I was this bored was... 
the World Heavyweight Championship tug of war between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That wasn't that long year. ago. Wasn't that long ago, but that was the last time I was as bored as I was last night. Luckily, that turned out to be good. So hopefully, hopefully this is the the, the calm, before, calm the before the storm. Yeah, I hope. I think they're just trying to get over the hill, which they're kind of chugging backwards right now. It's just unfortunate we hit that spot when they were here and we were there. I wish that it hadn't happened at an event we were at. They gave us the best raw of the year. Then they give us the worst raw. That's this. This is gonna be the worst raw of the year, hands down. Nothing. Nothing can get worse than that. We had Braun Strowman in the main event. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, there was not uh, a whole lot. To we had four said. segments for the Intercontinental. That title. was such a waste of a main event. You had. You only had what two segments with Triple H and Roman Reigns. You see Dean Ambrose once, until the main event. I mean, you always look forward to that last match on Raw. It's what closes it out. What sets up the next, you know, the next Raw and everything like that. We we had this baloney bar garbage match that they threw together and it ended up costing a wrestler who probably tore his ACL. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, that's the first thing we said when he fell because that was one of those random falls. Yeah, when you fall without contact, yeah. it's usually that an Achilles or an yeah, that's ACL. The first thing you, that's the first thing you mentioned to me. And they, like, had help, they had helped him out. He wasn't just selling something. He's, he's yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he rolled Another around. Wrestler in, a, in a horrible dark match. That made no sense. Unnecessary. Yeah, that, that did nothing for anybody. It made no sense. Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Roman and Ambrose. Roman comes out with Am- um, Zayn and Ziggler. No sense. No, it didn't make any sense at all. Uh, no sense at all. You well, got the point I was getting to before. Before we answered the question, was it looked like Ziggler was being put into the whole authority storyline. They used story from two years ago to make it look like maybe that's his story now, and then it's just like, oh no, you're just in the Intercontinental match. So when it looks like they're coming up with a good story, they don't actually do it. They get in their own way. Then they just do something dumb. I don't. I mean, it's, it, he's fine. He's a good worker. He'll be he'll be fun to watch in the match. But to me, th- this match just means nothing. Yeah, Ron Kako, what was his gimmick this week? Who? Ziggler? No, um, the question we just had. Oh, the no gimmicks needed Ronald yeah. Lloyd. Thanks for the question, slap nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his gimmick this week? Well, he, we know how much he hates Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He does. <laughs> we won't tell you who he really is, but he does hate Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Double J. Next thing I think we have the complaint. This may not even be really a complaint. The the Roman Reigns, Triple H thing. Maybe I could complain that we're not seeing the title on TV. Triple H really was not involved in the show. <laughs> but all the things we've been saying Roman Reigns need to do, they did that last night. And he still got booed every second he was on the screen. Oh, yeah. I know you're upset about it. You you Thunderous like Roman Reigns booze. more than any of us. I don't hate him, but I don't think he's as bad as everyone builds him up to be. I I I think you know he's getting some residual feedback because they feel like they're force feeding him into the main event, but he's not that bad. And, and he puts on quality matches when you let him. You know, put him in matches. Actually, Triple H can carry a match. It's going to be a quality match, I think. But the people are just raining booze upon him, even though they're pushing him right now the way they should from the start. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm quick. I mean, that's what I hear. That's what Shasta told me. (laughs) You, I know, were talking two weeks ago about Roman needs to do something cool. Last night, he's waiting outside of the door. When that door went up. In a hoodie. Yeah. When the door went up, I was like, this is it. This is it. This is, good. this is a great spot to get him over. It lasts 30 seconds. He doesn't, he, he punches him around the parking lot, around the, around the Jeep or truck, whatever it was, for like 30 seconds and did nothing. Didn't throw him through the window. Didn't take him out to the, didn't take him out to the ring. Do something cool. Make a long. You have the time to burn. You give the Intercontinental title four segments, which it didn't even need. You, you have all this extra time. You, you throw in garbage matches with Bubba Ray and R-Truth. Cut that. Get, give Roman time to get over. Like you said in the opening promo, he kept it short and sweet. He didn't smile at Stephanie or nothing. He got right to the point saying, I'm the authority. Yeah, took I, the microphone. Yeah, covered the mic. That's a cool Stephanie, thing. And yeah. he got booed. Yeah, yeah, she tried to slap him. He, 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 caught, her, he caught her hand. He was Finally, serious. I was wondering what was going to happen. And that was time a rare moment when he came yeah. full circle. He got slapped in Philadelphia in December. And then this time in Philadelphia, he was ready to get slapped. He caught he caught her hand. Short promo. Again, I love that line. I'm the authority now. That's who he should be. He should be angry. He should be mean. He should be just trying to crush everybody in his way. That segment, I agree. Too short. 
Do you feel the same way? It, it was. It, it started. I, it was done. And that I feel was it's it. too short, but I feel that's kind of like Triple H because last time they cut that long segment, Triple H came out with a couple staples. I think he's trying to. Do so you think they were trying salvage, to protect? salvage I, I, himself I, a little bit? I, I don't think that because Triple H knows that this. They have two weeks left. If they did this three weeks, like first of all, if Roman got a beat down, they shouldn't have had him off TV for two weeks. Like have some kind of interaction, one of those via satellite interviews or something like that. But. Two weeks left. You gotta get this. You want to get a react, positive reaction for this guy? It's not gonna happen. What I, what he did last night was a mate was great. That's why I say he needed to do. But they didn't give him enough time to do anything. The world title is doesn't even seem to be the main event. I, I told you this last night. If that title match main events WrestleMania, Reigns is turning heel because you can't have him go out there and get and win the title clean and get booed. Nah, something will happen. There's like, gotta be something. Because I rewatched. The Ambrose Triple H match from Stop Sign and Yield, whatever Roadblock, whatever it was called. <laughs> I rewatched it. That match, <laughs> it was it was not a spot fest. It was it was it was clean. There was no outside interference. It wasn't a cluster or nothing. That was just a pure. It was a real match. It was a real match. Great match. As of right now, that's my match of the year. That's my favorite match from this year so far. And you have to tell me that people wanted Triple H Ambrose. So you tell me Roman Reigns has to top that match with no shenanigans? It's not going to happen. It's too late to get this guy over. So if this match main events, he's turning heel. Do you think they care? I mean, do you think they care enough? To th- I think they're so stubborn and so arrogant, and you and I discussed this last night, yeah. actually, that I think they're just like, nope, this is what we want to do. This is the show we want to put on. And that's where, do you think there's any chance he turns heel at WrestleMania? No, I mean, I can't see any, unless some big wrestler comes back and sort of forces their hand, I can't see it happening. Do you think he should? Do you think yes. that's, do you think that's what's I in think, their best interest? I think that's what's in their best interest right now. You're I think not it's definitely get, in his personal best it interest. It is. You're not going to get Roman Reigns over it right now. Not, not forcing him down people's throats. It's not going to work. A, a lot of, throughout the week, since last week, on Instagram especially, a lot of Roman's NXT work has popped up, the videos, and it was good. He was a heel in NXT. He had a few. He had one backstage promo talking about it's all about Roman Reigns. The spotlight's all about me, and he just he's just going on going in on the interview, and it was good. I sent it to Eric. Eric loved it. He's like, this is what they got to do. He, turn him heel against the Rock. Had the Rock come out. And raise, if he does win, have The Rock come out and uh, have him spear The Rock and beat down The Rock. If you want, WrestleMania is going to end in booze no matter what. Turn this guy heel. Yeah, it might as well be and the booze. And the booze would make sense, yeah. yeah. The booze you wanted for the, your, the guy you want to be your top yeah, guy. Yeah, but like I said, if you want to protect him and not get booze, have Triple H win. Like I said, he should. Well, we have a SmackDown, a Raw, and a SmackDown left before WrestleMania. There is no, we've been talking about this for a few weeks. There is no way. There's no way. It's, it's a lost cause. Triple H, Triple H usually has to win, which I said he would. Or he has to turn, Roman has to turn heel. Cause I, I can go all day with scenarios. If Shane beats the Undertaker, have Shane endorse Roman Reigns. But that because Shane could turn on you just like that. Yeah, well, bringing up Shane and the Undertaker, another complaint I have. This is a match where the Undertaker's never on TV. Shane hadn't been on TV for what seven years until four weeks ago. They're gonna have one of the marquee matches at WrestleMania. Neither one of them is there. The only thing regarding that match was just Vince came out and talked. For, put put Shane over, actually. For two minutes. Yeah. For two minutes. Kind of, and kind of he, he did at least say that if, he, if, if The Undertaker doesn't beat Shane, it will be his last WrestleMania. But how do you not have these guys on this show? There was time for it. That's what they always say. Oh, three hours is a lot of time to fill. They well, had, why aren't you filling that time with they stuff They had four intercontinental with? segments. <laughs> like, you can cut hey, that. Yelling. You're yelling. I'm angry. Come on. Come on. <laughs> make, like, it's okay. Come on. Come on. It, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry because the, the video packages they filled tonight were good. But they the match finally got a label. It's going to be company versus career. So now the Undertaker really has to go all in on Sh- against Shane McMahon. I think it'll be a good match. But like I said, this match has to be the main event because they're putting more emphasis on this than the world title. I don't even remember even seeing any world title vignettes last night. Right, and that's another good point. I know you mentioned, um, don't remember when it was, how much you like when they do a vignette for a title match. Yes. I think it was the Bailey Carmella. Bailey, Bailey Carmella, yeah. Uh, they did uh, two great vignettes for Shane and the Undertaker Oh, yeah, that was impressive. Night. 
to, uh, to me, that was like, I can't wait to see this match yeah. now. I, I was, that was intense watching Shane work out like that. I was like, damn, he might actually have a chance. Well, that's the thing. Him. They did one, uh, that's another good point. They did one vignette where it was solely about the kind of legends talking up Shane and The Undertaker and building up the match. Then they did another vignette about Shane's training. Like, they showed you his legitimate Muay Thai training mm-hmm. with Phil Nurse. I don't know how much either of you guys follow the UFC, but George St. Pierre, that was George St. Pierre's yeah. Muay Thai coach. He was in George St. Pierre's corner for a lot of his fights. That's who Shane is training with for this match. It shows you that this is something important. This is something to be taken seriously. And then I like the vignette they had where they were when all the wrestlers were picking who they, who they think was going to win. Some people, some were undecided. Some said Shane. Some said Taker. Because they know Shane will do anything to win this match. Right, and that's what Vince said. Vince put Shane over. He said, I think Shane will be the most formidable kinda opponent. counterproductive to what he's done in the past couple shoots. You know, pretty it much is. He's his biggest Shane failure. His, but yeah. but. I, I know Undertaker has beaten Triple H twice at WrestleMania. I know Undertaker has beaten Shawn Michaels twice at WrestleMania. But... Shane's gonna be. Shane will be the toughest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking him out of my will. I hate this kid. I'm stopping the picture. But he's good. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. I felt like, at, at the very least, when he said, when he called the Undertaker his bitch, and when he said it'll be his last WrestleMania, at the very least, the Undertaker should have came out. Raw made no sense. Cause back to this whole Dolph Ziggler thing, you give. I love Dolph Ziggler. I know Joe loves love, Dolph I Ziggler. Love I know you're not the biggest fan, but. I don't want to clarify. I like him. I think he's really good. I just think they don't do anything entertaining yeah. with him. And he needs to stop tuning up the band. Nothing made me more happier. More than anything else, he needs to stop warming up the band. Like, Dolph, he has to turn heel because it's been three years since he's been heel, and I think he'll be His more... His Twitter handle is still Heel Ziggler. Amazing. Twitter <laughs> handle. Amazing. But as a, as a big Dolph Ziggler fan, I want to see the best from him. I'm tired of seeing him jobbing every week and doing nothing and with the women. Not, give him some, some importance. He's one of your best workers, top five probably in the company. Give this give this guy a, a big position in the company. You you do it. You make you you ha- you caught my attention. You caught Joe's attention. You caught your attention. We're still talking about it. Right. They throw him in this intercontinental crap. Where you, say, you know he's gonna lose. Yeah, and then you say he could, he could have any match. If you want to do that, since he lost, you should have threw him in a match. Throw him against Bray Wyatt. Or I, I, I still thought they should have made it a point that we're keeping you out of WrestleMania. Yeah, don't even put and him on the show. And then he has show. reason to come in yeah. and, and do something. Something yeah, or, important. Something like some exactly. Yeah or, or, just, yeah, or punish him. Like, put him like put him in a match against Bray Wyatt or or somebody bigger than him. Do something like that. Something to punish him. He's half in, half out. So he just lost, and now he's an intercontinental title match? This is, yeah, I mean, back to the sense. point of when you were most bored. Yeah. I can't remember a time in WrestleMania history, and I've watched... Every WrestleMania, since as far as I can remember, mm-hmm. where they haven't hyped their matches going into WrestleMania is like usually they're they're doing it right after SummerSlam, and now they're they're giving this little bit, which is kind of like the first time I've seen it pushing the Shane Undertaker match. Other than that, they haven't hyped any matches. I don't even know what I'm excited for. Uh, there's not much. It's amazing how NXT hypes every match for Takeover Dallas already. Every match, every match is important. These these WrestleMania matches they don't seem important to me. Like the Dudleys and Usos, we were all about it in September. I don't care for it now. No, it's boring. I still don't know what I'm getting. Its, yeah, it, it ran its course without anything happening. Exactly. That's the how can you tell a story that has run its course and nothing actually even ever happened? Exactly. Ryberg Kalisto, I do not care. <laughs> no, nobody does. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see that. And nobody's going to this Intercontinental Ladder match. I said it's going to be a ladder match last week because Sami Zayn's going to lo- probably lose to Shinsuke Nakamura, so they won't have him take a pin. But I do think he'll beat Kevin Owens at, at Extreme Rules for the IC title. But I don't. I'm well. Angel had a question. Hey, honey. <laughs> she had a question. Hi, Angel. Yeah. Thank you. Say, say hi, Joey. <laughs> hi, hi, Joey. <laughs> I mean, Angel. <laughs> well, she she asked me a question for the show. What match are you looking forward to the most? My answer was the Divas Championship match because I told her like, I don't know if you have noticed, but when they wrestle, I'm glued to the television. Not just because they're beautiful, because they they're they're better than most of the men. They they cut better promos. Their in ring style is better. They they tell better stories, and everything. I that's the match I'm looking forward to the most, and I need them to give them enough time to sh- to, to to put the deal resolution on the map. So like like your article wrote, you wrote article you wrote last, for this week, the deal the deal resolution 
going to start at WrestleMania, which I always believed that as well. And I talked, I was talking to him about it too. He was saying, he was telling me an interesting fact that no Divas match has given ten more than ten minutes. Yeah, there's not been one single ten minute Divas match mm. in the history. There's not of been many, many Diva and regular I, regular matches. Like the, the last few years, we got the the tags and the Vicky Guerrero Battle Royals. But when I think of a deep a, a women's match, a I title think, match, yeah, yeah, title match. I only think of two. I think this is like the first time the Divas title like. Well, the second time has been defended at WrestleMania. That was the women's title. There's only two women's matches that come to mind that were good. Mickey James and Trish, which is my favorite women's match at WrestleMania. Then it was Lita, Jazz, and Trish at WrestleMania 18. That's it. I was going to say, you have to have a Lita match in there. She's That was Lita's only only time she wrestled at WrestleMania. I can't see this match being under 10 minutes. No, there's no way. It has to be at least 12 to 15 minutes. That crowd will turn. Minus entrance. I'm thinking 20. Uh, I think I think they could get twenty. Yeah, They're gonna have a lot of time to fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll say with entrances and Sasha crying when she wins, fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> what uh, what you what match are you most excited for? I mean, it's hard not to go with the Divas match. Um, that's I mean, it's exciting. It's it's good good wrestling. It's great storylines. Um, they've been building it up for a while. If I had to go outside of that match, you know, just to be a little different, I would say probably now I'm looking forward to the Shane Undertaker match because I think it's going to be a quality match. I, I, I have to assume there's going to be some kind of run-ins. There's going to be something in there that's going to be compelling, and I'm kind of curious what that's going to be. So now I'm in a tough spot because I was initially going to say the Divas match. And then to be different, I was going to say the Shane and Undertaker match. You're gonna go right back, Kalisto, aren't you? I'm not. I, so now I'm, I don't <laughs> want to just say some, something else just to be different. DeAndre so, the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. No, so so basically, I'm not gonna just be different just for the sake of being different. I'm looking forward to the Divas match. I think these three women have earned this place. This time last year, they were tearing up NXT. Uh, I think everybody was waiting for them to be on the main roster. That whole Divas Revolution nonsense that we were fed for the last six months, eight months, however long it's been, that there was no revolution there. It was still the Bellas. It was still hair-pulling and name-calling. This is three women who belong so you say in a WrestleMania ring. Yes. They, I think this is, this is the match I'm looking forward to the most. I think it's going to be my favorite match of the night. It's three of my favorite people in the company. I think Charlotte has come such a long way in the last three months. Oh, yeah. And uh, the the other thing is I assume Sasha's going to win. I think we've all assumed she would eventually win at WrestleMania. But you can make a case for all three of them walking away as the champion. Charlotte, because she is the heel, she has her dad on her side. They may be like, this is working, let's keep it on her. Sasha, she's everybody's favorite. She's the boss. She deserves a belt around her waist or over her shoulder. And it was kind of inevitable that she was going to win it. Becky Lynch has had this feud with Charlotte all this time. At some point, maybe she overcomes Charlotte. She never held the NXT Women's Championship, so maybe she gets to hold this one. You can make a case for all three. I think the uh, you, you still think probably think Hunter's going to win. He should win. But I still to think say, that match to, is inevitable that, that Roman Reigns wins I mean, the title. This I, match, I think it's not inevitable who walks away with the Divas. I wouldn't title. mind having Hunter win, but my issue with that is I think you're hurting yourself not having the title on, on, no, your, on your no, program all the time. I think he, No, but if, if Hunter wins... Drop it in a triple threat match against Ambrose and Reigns. Let Ambrose win, and then let Roman turn heel. Or you could even just say Hunter, just like you know, I'm, I'm gonna hold this up in a, in a tournament style. Hunt, hunt, tri- triple instead of just giving it up. I never lost. I'm just giving it. I'll, I'll put it up in a tournament style. No he, one's he's, not gonna, he, he's not going to do that. But <laughs> he's not going to do that. He's not going to put anybody over like that. Yeah. But the thing that's like that. Ambrose, the hottest guy in the company right now, arguably. He had a, he had interaction with Terry Funk, got the chainsaw from him last night. Oh yeah, I, I, think, I would love them. Yeah, I, the, the bat with the barbed wire, then yeah, they got the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. I think he's gonna beat Brock Lesnar. Like CM Punk said, you, who's gonna be there the next day? This is your chance to make a star. Dean Ambrose is, was your highest star since the Royal Rumble. He put on a great match at Roadblock. Have Ambrose beat Lesnar, and now elevate him to a triple threat match against Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Let Ambrose win. And Reigns doesn't turn heel which, at WrestleMania. Let him turn heel on Ambrose. Which, yeah, we could have that. Ambrose come in, and then Reigns turn on Ambrose, and then you have that heel turn, and everyone's and, and, and that'll lead you to Seth Rollins comes back. And then and then this guy comes back with the shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shuffler? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for Zara. So you bring up Dean Ambrose. You brought up the, the Terry Funk Chainsaw Charlie segment last. I think these on-location spots they're doing with Ambrose have been great. One, you get to see his personality. A guy who, for months and months, didn't really get to talk. He didn't get to show you who he was. 
He's getting to tell a story. He's being a character. It's somebody you're watching go through everything he's going through to get to this match at WrestleMania. You're seeing parts of his psychology. You're seeing parts of his personality. And he's getting put over by these hardcore superstars. He's being endorsed by Mick Foley. He's being endorsed by Terry Funk. Guys who are known for these types of matches. Oh, yeah. I don't see why you would do that if you're just going to have Brock Lesnar beat him. Hmm. But I think... My, I, I guess I'm, I'm doing like a reverse thinking almost on this. It's not that he can't beat Brock. I think you're doing this so you see, okay, this is the guy who should beat Brock. I think that's why they're doing it, that they're, this is the guy who can do it. I don't know if you agree with that, but yeah, I don't think they're doing it just to, to make you think it. I think they're doing yeah. it because he's this the guy is, that's going cause to do they, it. I think they're seeing... This guy's potential, especially with all the injuries. You need a main level guy, main, main event level guy. Triple H is always going to be in the main event. Throw Ambrose in there. Like I said, let him win the world title. If you want to drop it to Reigns the next month, drop it. But get give Ambrose that feeling. He's the only one left in the show that hasn't won the title. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't really get to to do anything to further that story last night. Unfortunately, as great as that that promo was, and I love that Terry Funk was. Just saying nothing but nonsense. <laughs> and Ambrose is saying, I, I understand that. I understand that perfectly. I got that. It's great. Like he's, it's great. What did he say about his daughter? I wish my daughter was he like He said, you. if I had a son, I wish he was like you. And if I had a daughter, and then he didn't say anything. <laughs> and then Ambrose just looked, he goes, what, what the fuck? <laughs> But he was acting like he understood. I don't know if it was that we're both so crazy. I perfectly understand he's you. Like, yeah, I got you, bro. Or if he was just saying it and he didn't. I couldn't tell which it was. But it was funny either way. Before we stray too far from the divas... I was a little disappointed last night that we didn't get a push with that either. I mean, Charlotte had a match with Natty, which was fine. It was a decent match. Sasha and Becky were on commentary, but there was no confrontation, no conflict. Again, no step forward with that story. I mean, again, we were at the show, so it's hard to say, but I think there was, watching it, I was watching closely, there was some confrontation. It looked like Sasha and Becky were talking at each other in a way, yeah. maybe talking down. They to each were, other. but to me, it didn't. It didn't escalate anything. Yeah, it didn't escalate the stakes enough. weren't raised at all. Yeah, it didn't. I rewatched it that Divas match this morning. Um, they were going back and forth, but it didn't really force anything. Now SmackDown was good on the other hand. SmackDown was great. That was real good. We finally got the real. We got the real Sasha Banks. Yeah, the promo. if you remember last week, I was saying to you guys, I feel like they're building up the secondary story, and we're losing sight of the main story in the Divas division. That put that top of the list, right up there with anything else they're building for WrestleMania, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great segment. They're building for WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of, well, well, they were. Well, they, they actually, speaking of the Divas, they're actually using all their platforms because the whole Lana thing, it's been escalating on main event. She, she gave Paige, she, like, I think last week, she gave Paige a roundhouse kick. Cause, you know, so Paige, now you're saying we got to start watching main event? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Paige, um, Lana gave Paige, because Remember, Brie was like, watch and learn. So, I think Lana's new gimmick is doing what everybody else is doing. And then tonight on our main event, Emma made her return to WWE. She teamed with... Um, Overdue. Yeah. Thank oh, she's been great as a, as a no, heel. I need her, no, 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 no. Go back to NXT. Stay there. Stay there. <laughs> she's been great as a heel. Stay, stay there. Stay, yeah, you, stay don't there. Want, you don't want to get demoted. Yeah, don't get demoted <laughs> to WWE. Don't, don't take the demotion. Stay, stay there. Sammy obviously got demoted. Yeah, stay, so. stay, stay, stay in NXT. But yeah, she teamed with Summer Rae tonight on main event. Who's Summer Rae? The blonde. Fandango. Okay. Rusev. Ruru. Ruru. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, so she teamed with Summer Rae, and, that, and then Lana sent a, posted a picture on Instagram of all five, of, um, with Emma, Summer Rae, and with, and with Team Bad. And so then, she's, she's, she's building up a pretty big squad. Yeah, and then last, and then last night on the Raw pre-show, see, they use all these platforms that nobody watches. <laughs> Natty made a challenge to... Lana for an eight diva tag, so I'm not sure if Lana's gonna be involved in the match, and those are just gonna be her four against five. So she'll just be the the ringleader yeah. of those four, possibly probably. with Emma coming back. Okay, so possibly. So we're looking at Natty, Foxy, Paige, and um, Brie against Emma, Summer Rae, and Team Bad. So everybody's represented. Yes, which I'm fine with. I just I wish we would have gotten something more impactful from that last night. I, I'm assuming we're gonna start seeing that a little more. Well, we will. I just, again, we're right. We're running out of time. Yeah, and they're not going to be able to address all I these things. I think we keep saying that. Point. Like it'll come. It'll, yeah. yeah, and then eventually, yeah. there's no time left for it to come. Um, New day. 
booty O's. Okay, well, are you are you still willing to disagree with me that they are now the babyface tag team? They had a bad, they, had, they had a babyface team against the League of Nations because like because they can turn on you just like that. Since they've so, been so-called face or acting face, you are face, holding on to this. I to have not. Heel their promos haven't been life. good. They've been okay. They haven't been good. It's arguable. All New Day's heat has been, and their, their heat and their jokes have been constantly bashing the cities they're in, but the sports teams, the current events, and the people in the crowd. But as a face, you can't do that. And that's where a lot of their heat came from. And that's what made them so entertaining, because they got a lot of their skits from that and all their jokes. But with the League of Nations, you can only make fun of them so much. The League of <laughs> I was entertained. The League, you all were entertained. Of course, you're going to laugh, but I kind of think New Day has that kind of feel now that you just laugh because it's New Day. And that, if, if they did indeed do a face turn, and again, I don't think I agree with you. I think they're better as a heel team. But the face turn was worth it, if only for us getting to hear Rusev say, Budio is my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That is one of my favorite things I've heard in 2016 so far. Because, like, like I said last week, I argue with Eric all the time. I'm like, after they get past the League of Nations, Enzo and Cass, let those two teams go at it. New they can get, New they can turn heel on them so fast, saying you guys are gonna beat us. You guys can win the NXT tag titles, and they can go, they can go on, 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 on about that. Imagine what Woods can do to his hair to look like Enzo. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be hysterical just so you have Woods have his hair like Enzo, and, 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 and interaction between them and Carmella. It'll be so good. I just think they're gonna play the tweener role and well the babyface role until they get rid of the League of Booty or whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, it's the League of Booty. It is. That's I, that's the role I think they're gonna play because when your face they the WWE they trying to water you down so much and and, and control you and this and that make and, you marketable. Yeah, it's more well, they're marketable as heels because they're still, they're still, they're more yeah, somebody kind of marketable. Bought, somebody actually bought this last. Week. <laughs> I was saying they're marketable Look as at heels. That. Marketable. They're marketable as heels, but they're still they're still like entertaining heels. They're not like evil heels. Right. So, moving on to NXT. All right. Well, Honorable mention. Uh-huh. I wanted to say this earlier. We were talking about matches we're looking forward to. Honorable mention to, I guess we're all assuming now, we're going to get AJ, Y2J. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Part three, which I think could be a great match, but we've had it twice, so they got to show us something different, whether it be a gimmick or just something unique. So it's on the wrestlers right there to make that unique. I mean, I think Jericho being a more vicious heel will make it a, a oh, very yeah. different match. I mean, they're two great wrestlers. That Any two could do it. I, I have no question they can. Yeah, they'll have a great match. Yeah, no doubt no that would be a great match. And I just want to see all, how how dirty Chris Jericho will get with AJ Styles. We saw AJ Styles finally retaliate back to Chris Jericho, yeah. saying, why two jackass? <laughs> I just got tired of hearing why two J and yeah. AJ Styles because the yeah. little kid behind me. Right. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was. This didn't do anything. Fondango did a. He did a job. And we had the kid our, in front of us who was a fan of the shovel. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that 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 foam finger so far. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I think the match at WrestleMania. I think this will be their best match because they won't hold back. As the higher as the higher stage. Even AJ said, I wrestle all around all the world except for WrestleMania. It's the one thing. So I think done. he's so gonna I, he's gonna put it all on the line. Yeah. So so I think they'll go, they'll put it all on the line. That's why I said out of a mention of that match. I'm kind of looking forward to it. No, it'll be a great match. And the build-up was so good because... Don't be too excited. The, I like the build-up now that <laughs> I'm back on it because it started in January after the Royal Rumble, Fastlane, and then they tagged. So that gap between Fastlane and WrestleMania was taken from tag team and then right. in the breakup. So, and it added a little bit more to yeah. the story. And again, two great workers. AJ Styles' first WrestleMania match. Who knows if that's Jericho's last match for who knows how many months. So I think he'll lay it all out, I th- and I think he'll be vicious. Oh yeah, in this match, I think he'll get he'll he'll be. We'll see some some unique spots. I think so too. I think Jericho he he's lost a step, but he still knows what he's doing. This has there. a potential to steal the show kind of match. Yeah, it could. We thought we thought Kevin Owens' match would steal the show. I don't know if anybody thinks that anymore because of what it turned out to be. It's just it's gonna be a mess. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of bodies flying around. Yes. I don't want to see that. So now NXT. Sami Zayn addresses the crowd. He's not ashamed of losing to Samoa Joe. We fought for almost an hour. My goal is still to be the two time, the first two time 
NXT champion. William Regal comes out King and announces music. he will be facing the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm glad I let him keep that gimmick. In that, me too. I think it's great. And I cannot wait for that match. Like I said, every match <coughs> is hyped up for NXT, for, for TakeOver Dallas. I can't wait. Yeah, every match is good. We it's going to be better than and it's going to be better than WrestleMania. It will be. Yeah, we'll see. It did will you be think better. Takeover Brooklyn was yes. better than SummerSlam? Yes. So did I. The thing, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Hype Bros. Who cares? <laughs> I miss Dana Brooke in the ring. I know you're not the biggest Dana Brooke fan. I, now, I am now. Well, the you hype, are now? Hype Bros, back it up. Just beep, beep, beep. <laughs> hype Bros are kind of relevant now because we got Zack Ryder fighting for the IC title. <laughs> I'm not willing to say that makes the Hype Bros relevant. No. I don't even want to pretend that they have any... There was a hard, hit of sarcasm in my mind. I know, look, and look, I appreciated look, look, it. Look, I'm scared they might be the next NXT Tag Team Champions. Oh, dear. Really? Oh, dear. Remember I told you, I have a, I have a feeling that... They only put it. They, they only put. They, don't, they only. They put them on the teams that need the titles, and I'm, I think the high bros may need the titles to get over, or make them relevant. I hope you're wrong about that. I am too. I hope I am too. Oh man, I don't yeah. even want to. I don't even want to think about. Yeah, it. I, know, I know Corey Graves doesn't want to think about. He it just either. threw up in his mouth a little uh, bit. Corey, I did. Corey Graves is so good. He is. You know what I've noticed about Corey Graves? He's not a heel announcer. He's he has an opinion one way or the other, and he just sticks, he sticks to, to it. Opinion. He's there. Yeah, because. He likes Bailey, and a heel announcer wouldn't like Bailey. He loves Eva Marie, obviously, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He hates the vaude. He hated the vaude villains <laughs> when they were supposed to be faces. He still speaking hates of, them when they're heels. Speaking of which, with Eva Marie, it was kind of funny in the last NXT show. Eva Marie's coming down, and um, the other guy was talking. Yeah. His name all of a sudden. And he, uh, Tom Corey Phillips. Gra- yeah, Tom Phillips <laughs> is talking through it. And he, Corey Graves is just like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm telling you, just shut up. Yeah. It's like, he started talking, he was like, oh, God, come and, on. And then Bailey comes in, he's like, now you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I thought that was a good match that, that served its purpose. Mm-hmm. That those two, obviously, nobody was going to be able to touch Bailey and Asuka. They're the two most formidable mm-hmm. women in NXT. I like the spot of, obviously, you know, I like the, the Nia Jax leg drop, the leg drop going on. Brother. In the ring. <laughs> And I, I liked the uh, handy leg, though. I liked how worried Graves was for even <laughs> Marie's safety. That she's like a baby deer. It's so good. <laughs> the baby deer and the gator. Yes, I like that too. But then, and then we get the official announcement of Bailey versus Asuka, and Bailey sold that she's she did. afraid. She, yes. Oh yeah. You did not see the confident Bailey you've seen no, you since. And we got since, the devilish grin. Yes. SummerSlam grin. weekend to take over Brooklyn. Bailey became like confident mm-hmm. Bailey, and now she was. Kind of like yeah, because uh, that that grin says a thousand words by Oscar. That's all she has to do every time she comes out to the ring. It I does. I don't know. I don't, ah, speaking of t- I don't know what match I'm looking forward to the most in that card. I don't because every There's match, no I, every match I want to see. There we go again with a, another divas match, if you will. Women's that we're excited women's. for. Yeah, I know women's. I said if you will, <laughs> but another another women's match that we're looking forward to on a card. That's I mean, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. I think so, too. Next thing we had on NXT was the Austin Aries interview. I know you're a big fan of Austin Aries. I know you are, too. Yeah. I never got into TNA. The only time I ever watched TNA was, was if Black Machismo was on the screen. <laughs> so I don't know anything about Austin Aries. I I didn't necessarily love the interview. I didn't like that he called himself, the, what did he call himself, the greatest man that that's ever lived. That's, just, that's yeah. his thing. I don't like that He's as a gimmick. He's kind of full of himself. It's fine if you're fooling yourself. I didn't like it. But I did like that he said, it's a great day to be great and a bad day to be you. I loved that line. I went from when he called himself the greatest man that ever lived. I was like, I don't like this guy. And then he came up with that line. After. I was like, okay, maybe it's all right. You just went seesaw from one end to the I other. Did. That's great. I did. I was like, yeah, he's, uh, I'm done with him. I don't know. Okay, he's pretty good. So I don't know. what We saw him a little bit at uh, the NXT show that was here, but he was in a tag match. I didn't. I had never seen him before. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in a match, and if he can carry Baron Corbin to a good match, I think I'll I think I'll, I'll give him some credit. He, he tweeted at Baron Corbin saying, "This is the first, this is the only time anybody's excited for Baron Corbin." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm interested. I mean, he's, he's not interested. he's not lying. No, <laughs> no, no, at the very least, I'm interested. I'm the, that's the one I'm the least excited for, but I'm at least interested. I think to see. I think he'll sell you in this match. Yeah, because but Austin Aries, he's more effective as a heel, not a baby face. Well, if that's his gimmick, the greatest man that ever lived. Yeah, that's, he, a heel, he, he that's, a heel, that's a heel. That's a heel thing. Yeah, face. it's Mr. Perfect-ish. Is it? 
Okay, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm, I'm willing to be proven wrong. I always am. Closed out. You always am looking forward to be proven wrong. You always am proven wrong. I'm always looking forward to be proven wrong. I don't think. I think I'm rarely. Pro- no, I'm not even going to say that. I don't, I don't want to be a heel, so I won't. Say I was that. waiting for that. I had this hair recorder. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I had this hair recorder. I was going to get that. <laughs> we had American Alpha, Gable and Jordan going over the Vaudevillains again. Great matches always from them. Oh yeah. Is there any doubt? This is really the last thing we need to touch on with NXT. But is there any doubt that they win the tag titles in Dallas? Like I said, my theory about them being over, being too over, may cost them. But I, I don't know. I hope so. I, I want to be right. I want to see the American Alpha with the tag. I want them to release that towel. Uh, we've been waiting for that <laughs> since September. And when I was at the performance center, there was like a Q and A portion of the day, and somebody asked, "When are we? When are they going to start selling Ready, Willing, and Gable towels?" And he said, "Hopefully soon." He gave he gave the one he was holding to the guy that asked the question, and as far as I know, that's the only one that the only one anybody only, has, only one in existence. Yeah, outside uh, of Gable, it's the Holy himself. Grail. Yeah, but like I, said, I hope American Alpha leaves the tag team titles. But if you got to give a yes or no answer, do they do they win the tag titles in Dallas? Yes, they've yeah, had the titles about five months. I, I I can't see them losing. Oh, actually, I I think, and I think especially because Graves is putting them over so much. Saying how they've turned the tag team division upside down. No, no tag team would want to face these guys. They're just fun to watch. They are, and I don't. He did this roll. He did this rollover suplex where he like he rolled into it, suplexed him, like dropped a dude on his neck. Oh, the high, and pinned yeah. him. high German. I was like, what? Yeah. What just happened? It's amazing how when they come out, I just their must see. I'm like glued to the TV yeah, when I hear great. that music. I am re- like I. Same thing with Enzo and Cass. I'm glued to the television whenever I hear that music. So, two good things about them. One, if they don't have a match and they just have a promo, you'll go out of that show remembering them. Yeah. And if they don't have a promo and just have a match, you go out of that show still remembering so either them. either way, they're yes. leaving a mark. Yeah, they can, they can be... They're entertaining on the microphone, they have good characters, and they're actually great in the ring and put on a good match every day. And a great tag match. And tag matches sometimes can be predictable and boring. I know even Vince doesn't like tag matches. Theirs are always fun. Even when you know what's going to happen. Damn yeah, it. <laughs> as much as I don't like the NXT, and as much as I, I, don't, I think a lot of the tag teams in NXT lack charisma, I think the tag team division is way better than WWE tag team division. It's, By far. it's significantly better. What tag team division? <laughs> <laughs> do we have any more listener questions tonight? Yes, we do. Okay, who, who are they from? We have one from Ronald, the babyface. <laughs> he is a babyface. It, it's true. <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get home, gotta get to bed. Gotta get to bed. I, I could see him driving a milk truck into the arena. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Okay, so so he was at Raw with us Raw with us last night, by the way. So he asked, "What he has two questions? What's your favorite live WWE event you ever attended?" And then the second part of his question is, "In my opinion, WWE is missing something slash someone. Which current injured wrestler do you think WWE could use to infuse some excitement?" Can I take that one first? Yeah. All right. So my favorite live WWE event, the most fun I've ever had at a, at a live WWE event, was the Royal Rumble last year. But that wasn't necessarily the best event. It was just the most yeah. fun I had. The best event I've been to is TakeOver Brooklyn. I Just watching the show, I'd never been more engaged in the matches. Uh, it was probably my favorite match of all time, at least that I've seen live, which was Sasha and Bailey. Uh, so I'd have to say that one pretty much almost hands down. I don't know if there's anything else that really competes with it. And who WWE is missing... And who I feel they need back is the architect, <laughs> Seth Rollins. Again, I wore this tonight. I usually wear the blue one. I wore my Seth Rollins. I miss Seth Rollins. I can't wait for you to come back. I don't know when we're going to get you back, but that that's who I say for that. Going to go, Jeff? Um, WWE live event. Uh, I don't know if we can kind of count this as WWE, but for me, a live event was uh, old school ECW. Going down, going down, oh, wow. going down to you know the the, the field house. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I remember one time I went, they got kicked out of Briarcliff, the Briarcliff field house. They were fighting in the graveyard, and people weren't too happy about that. But yeah, a couple of ECW shows, I went to a pay per view out, out in the field house. It was an amazing show. I had a little run in with the Blue Meanie at the field house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it, but Sam Sam almost actually got me my, my got me a DUI. Really? He came out and like, you know, he's pouring beer all over himself, and I got drenched with beer. I was like, Sam. Oh, I got. I thought you meant like he, he like set you up. Right? <laughs> no. He played a role in you almost. No, he literally poured beer on me, and then I was driving home. I got pulled over, and the cops like, "You reek of alcohol." And I was like, "I can't wait to hear how Sandman 
Well, we Almost went out. Got you a we went out. We were drinking. That's cool. <laughs> and who wow. do you think WWE needs? Who do you think they miss the most? Who they miss the most? I mean, it's hard to argue with Seth Rollins. He was uh, the the almost you know the pinnacle of uh, of the show at the, at that point. He was you know holding the title, cutting great promos. Um, kind of an offshoot to that. I mean, other than Seth Rollins, I'm kind of excited, and I was a fan of seeing them do more with Cesaro. I'd like to see him come back. That's I don't think one. necessarily missed as well as Seth Rollins, but I would love to see Cesaro back. I, I agree with you. I would love to see Cesaro come back. Right. Swiss Superman. All right, my favorite show I attended was NXT Brooklyn because. <laughs> Even when me and Ron bought the tickets, I, I we were going over the card. I was like, eh, I'm not Baron Corbin. I like Samoa Joe, but Baron Corbin, eh. World Villains, Blake Murphy, eh. Yeah. But I was so glued to my seat. I didn't even want to use the bathroom. I was so into every match. The tag match, Blake Murphy against the World Villains, great match. Every match had me glued to my seat. Even, even the NXT taping before the show was amazing. Awesome. Enzo and Cass always but, smart to open with Enzo yes. and Cass. They knew that they knew what they were doing. They gave <laughs> yeah. the tag team titles then, but they didn't. But <laughs> the whole show was amazing. We didn't even know yet what we had in in Jordan and Gable. I think no. Well, <laughs> I, I I like Chad Gable already because I thought it was funny. We had an idea, but I don't think we knew what yeah. we had quite yet. Yeah, you know the whole package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't all together yet. No. But <laughs> take over Brooklyn. It was so good. Every match was good. You cared about. You didn't care about the build, but you cared about the matches because, like I said, I, I hate Blake and Murphy, but I was, like, glued to that tag match. Like, Samoa Joe, Baron Corbin. You I even got blue pants. Yeah, you got blue pants. <laughs> and, like I said, Sasha Bailey, the best match I've, I've probably seen in person. And um, the, the, the latter match for the NXT title with Baylor and Owens, that's an underrated match because... It couldn't live up. It couldn't live up because it, it went on immediately, immediately yeah. after Bailey and Sasha. And, and we were two guys who, within the same calendar year, were in attendance for the the John Cena, <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins triple oh, threat yeah. match at the Rumble, and we both liked the Bailey and Sasha match more. Yeah. So that tells you a lot. Yeah, because it was throw that in there for it, you. There, there was spots in the in the in a triple threat. Yeah, a shady dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was I was spot- glad to get rid of that one actually. <laughs> there was there were spots in the triple threat, but that Sasha Bailey it was a, just a pure wrestling match. You could tell the story, Sasha. For weeks, kept putting Bailey down, and Bailey finally prevailed. Even when she did the, the reverse Hurricane Rana, and she finally hit the second big, the belly to belly, it was amazing. Like I said, you felt the emotion in that arena. I was crying. It was, I was like, wow, that was great. It took, it took my breath away. Yeah. Take my breath away. <laughs> I would even get choked up watching highlights yeah. of that match. Yeah, I'm at home, and you says, you're watching this again? I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm with you. And who do you think they missed the most? Daniel Bryan. Huh? It's a good one. I think I didn't that's think That's good. It, yeah, I didn't think it because he's retired. But. Yeah. Because he's been gone for a year. He is the most beloved superstar right now, well, in the last three, four years. And there's so much that was left on the table because of injury. WWE has this, oh, we'll get to it eventually mentality. So they took away one of my dream matches, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. I rewatched. I mean, well, one of my favorite matches of all time is Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar. Like, like honestly, Eddie Guerrero probably got the performance of Brock Lesnar's life at the time, because this is before Brock was portrayed as he is as right. a beast. So, but they they took that match from me. It, they didn't give it to us last year when they, it should have been the main event of WrestleMania. They did it. They gave us Brock and Roman. But now we'll never get that match of Brock and Lesnar because Daniel Bryan will do everything. It'll be similar to the Eddie Guerrero match. He'll, t- he'll, do, he'll, he'll take out the leg or take out a body part to beat Lesnar. It's really, it'll be a real story of the small guy versus the giant. Right. Since we're thinking outside the box, I, I'd have to change my answer to CM Punk then. Okay. <laughs> Hold a personality. <laughs> yeah. I, I do miss CM Punk, and I wish he would come back. So I'm, you're not going to get any argument from me. Maybe we'll get ice cream bars, too, if he comes back. Ah, uh, that would be great. He's got a big match later. <laughs> he does. <laughs> He's coming. We have another question? Yes, we do. We got another question from Biggie Dan Johnson. Biggie Dan, thank, thank you Dan. for the question. He asked me, why is this show so lit? Okay. So. <laughs> do, you have, do you have an answer for that? Yes, I do. I don't okay. know too much about lighting, but I think... <laughs> <laughs> this show is lit because 
You got the perfect 20 Ron Pashery over here. Pashy, baby. Joey Rhymes over here. You got the Act 2 Fly. Woods at home. You got the, you got I got the, you, Act 2 Fly. You got the Mark in the background, Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee. You got A-Lo, Big E, whatever you want to call me, baby. We're Matt Mattis. You break the rules and we will break them. So wait, are you, are you willing to accept the A-Lo gimmick or no? Nah, that's not a promo. <laughs> I was hoping. I've you got to roll with the promo. What I've been you... trying to get you to take that. For, that was a good promo. I've been yeah, trying to get you to take that gimmick. You cut the while, promo. You got to the promo. What are you WWE switch up storylines? <laughs> so Biggie Dan, hopefully that answers your question. I guess you could let us know for next week if that did the trick. Thank if not, you, we, can, we can we get another question. promo we from from Alo Aaron Lewis. Alo. <laughs> hey, All right, we got another question. This is from Ty, Tyrell from Brooklyn. Thank you, Tyrell. All right, thank you, Tyrell. Ty. All right, he says. Hey guys, with fans wanting Roman Reigns' heel turn so bad, it got me thinking, what is the greatest heel turn ever? The first one that comes to mind was Seth Rollins turned on the Shield, The Rock joined the corporation, Hulk Hogan joined the NWO, and Triple H and Randy Orton at SummerSlam 2013. If not one of these four, who do you think who do you guys think had the greatest heel turn ever? On the flip side, who do you think had the greatest face turn ever? So those are all good ones, Ooh, Tyrell. Great questions. Mine, I guess I'm gonna go with the, the shortest, simplest answer is the WrestleMania 13 double turn of Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. One, because Bret Hart was such a beloved babyface for so long, and he became sort of the anti-America heel there forward. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, because he turned babyface and became the biggest thing that wrestling arguably had ever seen. Hmm. So to me, that's that's my answer. Who do you got, Joe? Well... Personally, being a huge mark for Hogan, it's hard for me not to go Hogan turning <laughs> NWO. Well, that was huge. But, I mean, that's kind of there. Um, if I wanted to be a little different, throw something else out there, what about, uh, I have to think back, it's kind of heelish to the way, but would Triple H turn on HBK, blade him up, put him out of wrestling for a while? That was like a, a kind of a big heel moment. It is me. good. I had a list. Okay. <laughs> that was on my list when, from 2002. Okay. When Triple H came back and um, from he, he signed with Raw, took Shawn Michaels out the next night. And they had that match at SummerSlam, which was amazing. For top face turns, I had Triple H's return in 02 to the, the Madison Square Garden. Heroes welcome. Hmm? Heroes yes, welcome. Yes. That's what Seth Rollins will get when he comes exactly. back. Exactly. I also had Batista turn on Evolution because just a few months prior, they they he gave they gave Randy Orton a thumbs up when he won a world title from Chris Benoit at SummerSlam, then turned the thumbs down. Batista did the same exact thing when Triple H tried to get him to join SmackDown. Instead, he he chose to face Triple H at, at WrestleMania 21. I also had the double turn with Austin and Brett, and I had the CM Punk pipe bomb as a top mm. face turn. Now for heels, I had the Triple H HBK, the Montreal Screwjob. That's Mr. where Mr. McMahon. Man was born. <laughs> that's and a great that's one. where it was born. You could argue that that changed the business. Yes, it did. <laughs> I had. Did you guys say Hogan joins the NWO? Oh, just Joey did. And then I had Steph. I said that the birth of the McMahon Helmsley faction. Mm. <laughs> that is a good one. And I had for a more recent one. Because it's the first time you ever saw this guy in WWE. Well, yeah, WWE. Kevin Owens on it and Sami Zayn. That was great. Because he came in there with all, all those knowledgeable fans, couldn't wait to see him, and they loved him. The, the first night. And then despised him by the end of the night. Mm -hmm. So that is a good one. I didn't even think of that. That's good call by you. Yeah, I had a lot of answers for this question. Was that it for questions tonight from listeners? Yes, it was. So who did we have? We had the the actual Ronald Lloyd, the baby face Ronald Lloyd. Thank you, Ronald. We Sam had Tyrell from Brooklyn. Thank you, Tyrell. We had Biggie Dan Johnson. Biggie Dan. We had Angel. Thank you, Angel. Thank, thank you, Angel. We had the No Gimmicks Needed Ronald Lloyd. So thank you guys boo. for your questions. <laughs> Slap nuts. We appreciate your <laughs> Mr. questions. Mr. McGee booed that one. Also, by the way, yes. we, had a, we had a viewer get on the top rope and drop a five-star frog splash on iTunes and review for us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Melody. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, very I, much appreciated. I want to see this. Very good friend of the show. Yes, it is. Uh, before we get out of here, we have another week of the Matt Madness March Mania bracket. We're down to the Sweet 16, some really tough matchups. We'll be decided Neat again matchups. by a best out of three vote. First up, number one overall seed, Stone Cold Steve Austin against the icon Sting, number four seed. Aaron, who do you got? Goddamn! <laughs> That's Stone Cold Steve Austin! <laughs> I was I was pulling for for Stinger here, you know. He's great, great wrestler. Had a great career. 
I guess his one month reign in, in WWE didn't do enough for me, so I'm no. going Stone Cold. Well, he won two matches on Raw in one night. <laughs> he did. But we got to go Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's no way he exits this early. Stone Cold. Great battle. Actually, we have Kurt Angle against Brett the Hitman Hart. Brett actually says this is, if there was a match he didn't get to have that he would love to have, he, this is one of the ones he got almost, here. It almost We got happened. it here, yeah. Wow. It does. I can't go against Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle over Brett the wow. Hitman Hart. The Olympic gold medalist, get out, Dodge. He's not losing. <laughs> Kurt Angle. All right, Brett clean in a sweep. sweep. That's a three over two on a clean sweep. Brett, Brett you wow. are known as the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever Woo. will be. But Kurt Angle, I think Kurt Angle just overall as a performer brought a little more to the table. Uh, we have The Rock, number one seed against Y2J, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho entered WWE. Facing off with The Rock. They face off again here all these years later. Mm. Aaron. Kind of poetic. <laughs> the Rock. Well, you know, Y2J is one of the only people that can hang on the mic with The Rock. He's had more accomplishments in his career. So I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Y2J. Oh, wow. I Ooh. thought a lot about this. But based on longevity... Based on a lifelong dedication to the business of wrestling, based on <laughs> nine intercontinental championships and six world I know where championships, we're going with he lost the title nine times. He did, but I'm going with Y2J. Whoa, 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 Dwayne, Dwayne, as CM Punk said in his pipe bomb promo, you know, I'm sorry to see you go, but I just can't take you. Oh, number first, number one seed. Wow. Bottom left. We Upset. Have, wow. We have the number three seed, Mick Foley, against the number ten seed, Seth Rollins. I actually went against Seth in the last round over Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns won the championship probably. To, to make it corporate. Up. Oh, man. This is a, you guys both go. Uh, this is a tough one for me. because You I go. Foley. I go. All right, well. If this was a gimmick match, you might go Foley. But Seth Rollins, future of the business, I'm going Seth. Ooh, wow. Wow. The 10 seed. Uh, Does he have a shot? <sighs> Can he be the dark horse? We shall see. I think I'm going with the architect. Don't call, don't call him a dark horse. You're going with the architect, Seth Rollins? Yeah. Whoa, so my vote, my vote doesn't matter. <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear what happens. Uh, I still got to say, Mick Foley with having characters over as Cactus Jack, Mankind, Dude Love, and Mick Foley himself. The the career he had, the way he I said this on our first show, nobody ever gave more of their body, their heart, their soul oh, yeah. to wrestling than Mick Foley. So I would have gone. Mick so Foley, no, so no rock and sock. I'm just going. Yeah, no rock right. and sock. I'm just and looking he to put his arm around you when you met him. So he did. Yeah. He gave me a lot of love when I met him. <laughs> I'm betting on the future. Now. <laughs> so, the, so the ten seed. Yes. Wow, that, that bracket is that's a bracket buster right there. Number one, Ric Flair against number four, Eddie Guerrero. Who do we have, Aaron? Go, go. <laughs> well, I, I love this matchup. It's probably the best matchup for me. You got Ric Flair, the dirtiest player in the game, versus Eddie Guerrero, who will lie, cheat, and steal his way to, to a victory. So I, I see this. They yeah, both a, lie, cheat, and steal to a victory. I yeah. see this as a huge do anything you can heel match, and it would be a great match, but I got to go. Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair. Do you want to go, or do you want me to? Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going for. I, I really, uh, I don't know. I think because I'm going with Eddie Guerrero. For, oh, for, for Sasha Banks. I'm I knew it was going to be. It's all I on me. It. Deciding uh, factor. Because that heel, that heel we get calling the show yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> what, was he, what was he said earlier? I saw these guys there that love Sasha. I'm not one of them. All right. <laughs> I'm doing this for you, Sasha. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As much as I love Rick, I think Eddie was a better in-ring worker. Uh, Latino Heat against Space Mountain. Uh, <laughs> uh, Drop the bomb. Oldest ride, longest <laughs> line. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, I gotta go Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> oh, another upset. Number one seed, down. Another number one seed, out of the break. Well, I need this next one. The next matchup, um, yes, will be um, introduced um, by Aaron Lloyd. Um. <laughs> It won't be introduced by me. It will be. It won't be introduced by me. Who will be introduced by? Bro. <laughs> Bro. 
So Vince Russo is... And the Sweet 16, bro. <laughs> we got Triple Freaking H, bro. <laughs> against the Macho Man Randy Freaking Savage, bro. And the Stephanie McMahon on a freaking pole match, bro. <laughs> Stephanie's first versus her husband, bro. Who you going with, bro? Who am I going with? You know the Macho Man is on my Mount Rushmore. You know, I consider him to be the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. I think one of the biggest stars in the business of all time. But I don't think you could you can really argue with what Triple H has accomplished in his career. I'm gonna go with the game, Triple H. Do you wanna go? Bro, I'm all about the ratings, bro. <laughs> and I think if we'll get a better number if you go last. Or? I get a bro, bro. I'll make it easy for you, bro. What's best for business, bro, is Triple H avenging his wife, bro. I'm Triple H too. It's it's a sweep. All right, another upset. Another three over two. Yeah, these three. Now we have the the number one seed, Immortal Hulk Hogan, against the best in the world. CM Punk. Who wants to go first? CM Punk took out uh, Brock Lesnar. I think we should let you go first. I think you're the one most likely that I know which way you're going. You would think. I would think, and I'm curious to find out. It's the legend. The guy I grew up watching, I love demoralizing. Drink your milk, eat your vitamins, <laughs> brother. Get in there. But he's into porn now, so I'm going mm. I'm going pipe bomb. No, no, I'm going pipe bomb. Let, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Hulk Hogan isn't in porn, brother. That Terry Belay is in porn, brother. <laughs> They're two different people? You didn't hear his gawker troll? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I play stupid. Who are you going with? Are you, you, want me, you want me to go? I want go punk. Ahead. You I want, want punk. punk. Oh, you want punk. I'm taking punk. Because I think punk would want it more. I think punk was in a different era. I think Punk was very different from everybody else that was around at that time. So I'm going CM Punk. I go Punk. All right. It's kind of Punk a, it is. That's an upset. Wow. Last, Another number one off the Last board. matchup. <laughs> number two, number Undertaker against number three, oh, God. The Shovel, John Cena. <sighs> the fact that The Undertaker has become synonymous with the biggest wrestling event of the year, WrestleMania... As much as John Cena is much greater than people give him credit for, I gotta go with The Undertaker. The Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> I'm going Vince's bitch. Are you, The Undertaker? You know, I'll think about this all day. I was gonna go with Cena. <laughs> really? Yeah, because. <laughs> and I know that doesn't, money. Hurt, that doesn't hurt anybody more than it hurts you. That's money no, in the no, jar. because like, he's been synonymous only to WrestleMania for the past three, four years. And yeah, but before that, he had a. As, as much as I don't agree with. I know, but as much as I don't agree with what Cena does and, and his input with the company and not, and not help build new stars, I was going to go with him because he's been there on a more than daily basis. So we got The Undertaker moving on. So next week wow. is the Ooh. final show before WrestleMania. We will complete the bracket next week. So we will have the Elite Eight matches, the Final Four, and the Championship game on next week's show. Whoa. If you're interested in finding out, tune in. We'll get polls up on Facebook Angle a little awesome. earlier next week so you guys can get a vote. Uh, but that's our show for tonight. For Aaron Lloyd, for Joe Rodermill, my name is Ron Pashery. We will see you next week. Thank you.